Hello, hello. We are back with another Encounters with Haunted Indiana. My name is Ashley Greathouse. I am your host today, and we are still diving through the Encyclopedia of Haunted Indiana by Nicole R. Kabrowski. Now, this is super, super cool because we reached out to the author, one, just to make sure that it was totally fine that we're kind of reading a little bit from her book, but also we wanted to pick her brain a lot. She is super down to earth. We are actually in communication about possibly having her on the show, maybe even doing a team up. Who knows? Possibilities are endless at this point. Am I right? But let's dive into this. Again, you can check out the book for yourself. Read along with us. You can find it at unseenpress.com. So yeah, please check it out for sure. Now the next stop that is in this book where Melissa and I have been is Mount Zion Cemetery. It is located in Henryville, Indiana. It is at the east end of Henryville Blue Lick Road and Mount Zion Road. Now, 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 we did know about this before we went. Actually, there was so many jokes about it, but let me read it to you. Let me read it. It says, a green hazy lady walks through Mount Zion Cemetery, sometimes jumping on cars and leaving a sticky residue. She is said to be a woman who was killed on Blue Lick Road after a car accident. So yes, all the stories, each one of them claim that by the time they got home, there was a green gooey handprint on their car. Some say it's green gooey that glowed. Others say that they just saw a green light that was hovering around in the cemetery, but we didn't see any of that. Now for a second, while we were recording and investigating the cemetery, we thought we did, but here's the issue and kind of maybe a little bit of a debunking. This cemetery is right next to an interstate. So you have a constant flow of traffic that's coming through. And with the car's headlights bouncing off of different, because this is still a used cemetery, like it is active and not necessarily in the paranormal sense, like people are still being buried here today. So there are a lot of decorated tombstones and grave sites in the area and with all of the cars driving by and their headlights, they're, those lights are bouncing off of all of these different decorations. And that could definitely give, uh, maybe you think that you're seeing this green glowing light that's just kind of floating around. Because for a second, that's what we thought that we were seeing. But we, we quickly debunked it by walking around the cemetery and, you know, heading towards where we saw the light. We realized it was just one of those plastic windmills. But also we almost fell <laughs> in an open grave. So that was that was scary for real. So if you are investigating cemeteries or graveyards at night, please be careful. Have a flashlight. Safety first. You don't want to fall into an open grave. It doesn't it does not seem like it would be fun at all. 
Now, this cemetery does have an older part of it as well that's kind of across the road. And you can go and check out all of that. It's pretty neat. There's some really, really old tombstones, some really sad, you know, younger children that passed away in that area. There's also this nook that's back into the woods where there's even more tombstones. But these ones, they're so old that you can't, you can't even read the dates on them. And they just, they look really old. So it's weird that they're in the woods and not kind of with the rest of the cemetery. Now here is another super cool thing that happened while we were in there. Because of all of the traffic that's driving by, it was a little loud. So there were moments that we got into the car and tried to do a spirit box session where we didn't have so much noise pollution from the outside. We can con control it a little bit more, you know, inside of the vehicle. We didn't get a whole lot of communication while we were doing the spirit box and the necrophonic session. I mean, of course, we, we get some interaction that makes us feel like maybe we've got some communication going on, but it's really, really hard to tell for sure. So we weren't getting enough that we actually felt like we had an open communication line, but as we're viewing the footage, there is a part where Melissa's hair actually just gets kind of drug up into the air and then let go. That, I have no idea what would have caused that. It's super cool. I will link down below in the description the YouTube video if you would like to go and look at that for yourself. I believe we even have it highlighted so you can easily get to the time frame. But it's up to you. It's up to you. And I could be wrong. You may have to hunt for it. But let me know. Drop a comment down below. Do I need to fix that? Uh, would that be more beneficial to our podcast listeners? I don't know. And let us know what you think about having Nicole Kabrowski on here. What kind of questions would you have for her? I mean, she is very active in the paranormal community, so I would love to pick her brain. I could think of probably tens of thousands of questions that I could ask her. One being, you know, which one does she think is the most haunted of these most haunted Indiana hotspots? I have my ideas. I do. But I, I would, I want to hear what she has to say. But other than that, I hope you all are having an amazing, spectacular start to your new year. I hope it's super creepy, but not in a weird, bad way, but more in a paranormal kind of way. But thank you so much for listening in. We will have another Haunted Indiana segment next week. So please follow us, subscribe, check out our social media links down below if you want to get a little bit more personable with us. And until next time, we love you. Stay creepy.